Yes, people, we are live for another match review. Burnley nil, Arsenal one. But before we get into this match review, let's hit that intro. Yes, people, and we are back again at Albert JTV headquarters. Match review time. Another one, as I like to say. Burnley nil, the mighty Arsenal one. Back-to-back clean sheets. Um, people, we've got a comment already. Let's go to it straight away. The Three Pointers TV, big up. Thank you for tuning in. It is a late one for me, even by my standards at 9.03 as we speak right now. Um, yeah, I thought I'd do the match with you tonight. I was tempted to do it tomorrow morning, but I thought to myself, you know what? I want to have a lie-in and then relax on the Sunday and watch some more football, even on top of match a day later on tonight. But big up to the people in the chat when you do come. As I always say, hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. And if you need a little reminder, let me give you one right now. And there you have it once again, people. For the podcast listeners on Spotify and Anchor, I will download this later. And that's why the music was playing for a nice little intro. But people, and firstly, I want to say a big thank you for those of you that tuned into my new podcast with my brothers, Kesh, RJ and Guna Souls, The Weekly Surgery. Um, very well received, actually. Uh, you know, I don't take these things for granted. Your time means more than anything. And I had a great panel one with me. And many more weekly surgeries to come during the season. Just need to sort out people's schedules and times. We'll be back again. So thank you for tuning in for that. But yeah, uh, and we got to chat quickly again. Curly, my brother's in the chat. Happy with the win, but let's be real. We're poor today and that can only last for so long. I will touch on it, my friend. I will touch on the game. Um, people, yeah. So anybody that has watched my channel um, and knows how I talk about Arsenal and in regards to the lead up to the Burnley game, um, I did say that I thought Arsenal would sneak it 1-0. And they did. My reasons for that were because even though we got the three points against Norwich last week, which was much needed, and a clean sheet on top of that, I look at the cohesiveness of the team, or the lack of cohesion, should I say. Uh, there's either two ways it goes with this Arsenal team in terms of scoring goals or creating chances. We don't score enough goals or we struggle to score goals. Or if we do get the opportunity to finish teams off and to score the goals, we don't do it. So because it's an early part of the season, I thought to myself, you know what? Arsenal are still missing chances. And this goes back to last season as well. I just think the way Burnley set up, um, they haven't been in a habit of winning football games, Burnley. We just sort of broke into the habit after beating Norwich. So I just thought, you know what, putting those two components together with the Burnley team, what they was going to throw up and what Arsenal was showing at the moment, 
I thought Arsenal sneak it 1-0. Um, and he did. Like I said, I said to people, it wasn't going to be a fun game to watch. And it wasn't. It, it, the game went exactly how I thought it would go. Not just in terms of scoreline, in terms of the way Burnley would play. And to be brutally honest, the way Arsenal played. Um, which I will get my teeth... To, I will sink my teeth into, shall I say. Get my teeth sink into? That doesn't make sense. But you know what I meant. Um, so, yeah, team lineup. That's the first thing I need to start off with. Um, I was pleased with it. I've got, I've got to be honest. Um, I don't have an issue with Erdegaard and ESR being in the same team. So that's why I was pleased with it. Um, Erdegaard is neat and tidy on the ball. He takes the ball on the half turn. or he looks to put, progress the ball forward. Very comfortable in possession, as you can see. Technically gifted. With ESR, good touch on the ball, of course, but has the ability to go past the strikers and make the late runs and should be adding more goals to his game, which I will touch on later on in the stream, along with another one of our young starlets in Bukayo Saka. Um, but yeah, and I, and I said, you guys would have noticed, big up to Lee Judges going on their fan cam and giving my opinions on there. And I mentioned this on the Arsenal Lounge, big up Lev Shaheen as well, is that what I want to see from this team and from the manager, obviously, because he sets up the tactics and the teams that go out, is I know people want to talk about, people mention, and I've mentioned it plenty of times. Um, if you haven't heard me say it, I'm happy to say it again. Arteta doesn't know his best 11 and he's been in a job 20 plus months, which is not acceptable in my opinion. You can talk about COVID, you can talk about injuries, you can talk about this, you can talk about this, you can that, you can talk about Tom, Dick and Harry. It doesn't matter. He has had plenty of opportunities to blood a first 11 that he would be reasonably happy with with the players that have come in and the players that have gone out. I don't think there's, I, th I think there's no excuses with that for me personally. Um, so, but I, what I did want to see in particular with the Arsenal team is the fact that I want to see a settled back four or a settled defence, including the goalkeeper. If you're going to play a four, that's the four that needs to play. I don't care if Chris, Chris Wood was up front. I don't care if Ashley Barnes is up front. I don't care if it's Lukaku, um, Salah, Mane. I don't care who it is. You have to have a consistent pattern of a nucleus of a team that's going to play. And that starts with your back four stroke, back five, now with Aaron Ramsdale. Has to be the case. So the same back four has to play against Tottenham and has to play against Brighton. That is the only way the back four is going to create an environment within the team for the midfield to flourish and for the final three to flourish. I'm not a football coach, but my eyes don't lie to me. And that's what has to happen. It has to start from a basis of a, a song, uh, sorry, a strong, solid defence. So I knew Tomoyasu would get a good workout today because he's coming up against um, Dwight McNeil for Burnley on their, on their left-hand side, who's a very good player. Um, so, yeah, I was happy with the team lineup. I thought the first 10 minutes, I thought the passing was crisp. I thought there was good interchange without, without there being any sort of major clear-cut chances. But I thought after the 10 minutes, I've got to say, Burnley came into it and I thought they would. You know, they're happy to, for, for uh, opposition teams to have the ball. You know, you heard the stat about Burnley only having 38% possession in their last four games. They're very happy to other teams to have the ball. 
they're very happy to have the two up front in terms of Wood and Barnes. They're very root one. That's they play to their strengths, which is what you should do. Um, and yet a lot of area balls coming in that Ben White and Gabriel had to deal with. And, and to be honest, Tierney and Tomoyasu as well. Um, but I thought Burnley were always kind of there and thereabouts, just mainly from a set piece or a cross or a ball coming in from deep. Um, but yeah, the first half wasn't a lot to write home about. But I did actually think we deserved to go in at 1-0 at halftime, to be honest. A fantastic free kick from Martin Odegaard, who I thought at times in the game looked self-assured, looked promising, tried to create things happen. Um, I think you saw the importance of Thomas Partey. I actually had Thomas Partey to start today, and he did. Um, another good workout. He's like, I think he got 70, 75 minutes. At one point, 91%, you know, pass completion. But that stat sometimes can be a bit misleading, but it isn't with someone like Thomas Partey because he progresses the ball forward. He does the classic thing of, you know, as you're a kid taught growing up, one touch, two touch football, the, ball's mo the ball moves quicker than you. That is what he gives that Arsenal midfield. He gives the ball, he, he ball progresses. He looks forward in terms of what Erdegaard does as well. Um, but yeah, I thought we deserved to go in 1-0 at halftime at least, um, even though it probably wasn't a great game to watch. And yeah, um, the, the stream that I did use to watch the game um, kind of let me down a little bit for about five minutes. Hence the reason why I missed the goal, but obviously I saw it back. Um, fantastic free kick by Erdegaard. Let me quickly go into the chat before I go into the second half. Um, we go, we go. We've got some people in the chat I don't recognise. That's good though. Good thing. I agree. Need consistent in the back line. No changes in the back four. Big up, Matt G. I don't think I've seen you before in the chat, but if first time joining in, thank you, mate. Hope you subscribe to the channel. Much appreciated, bro. Um, but I agree. I agree. I've been banging on about this um, since the start of the season, really, and probably the back end of last season. But yeah, it, it does need to start from a solid foundation from the back. None of this mess, you know, changing the centre-back pairings. Give Ramsdale an opportunity to work with the, the defenders in front of him. And that's all I ask from Mikel Arteta personally. Uh, big up my Instagram brother and in the chat. Big up Albert. Wasn't a great game. Burnley should have Burnley should have had a pen of Blaine White for the pass for that. But luck was on our side today. And I actually don't think it was a penalty. And I would have been very shocked. I would have been very shocked if after the VAR review that got given. I saw a tweet Gary Lineker put out about four about four hours ago. If you're on Twitter, check it out. I just it's very poor take on that penalty decision from him. Um, but should I be surprised being ex-Tottenham? Not really, but um, yeah, yeah, I didn't agree with his tweet whatsoever. There we go. Tommy Yassi, man, a match for me. Good shout. I'll come to my man and match a tiny bit later. What are we, 11 minutes in? God, it feels like it's flown past already. Normski TV, big up to you, bro. We play from the black light. We're working our way through a maze and we end up running down dead ends. We play far too slow. I'm going to touch on that Normski, actually. Um, Albert went this was right there, 64 for now 64.99, and that's probably not even with the name on the back. Flipping now, man, I'm telling you, man, big up, bro. Slow, poor, and negative. No creativity, strikers, awful. But then you know, I don't rate Uber. Yeah, I, I do know you don't. You know what the problem is, right? In my humble opinion, people, and you might disagree, agree. I, I listen, open platform. I don't have an issue playing the ball out from the back. Right, that's not the issue. The problem I, I look at it is that throughout the team, look at where the Arsenal players, majority of them, receive the ball. 
they receive the ball with their back to goal. That is a huge problem in terms of your transition of the play. Because if you're not a Martin Erdegaard or an ESR who takes the ball in a half turn, your position, your possession of play is going to be very static. It's going to be come across very rigid. Um, and hence the reason why you guys mentioned in the chat, the ball gets moved too slow. They're not taking the ball on the half turn. That half a second second makes all the difference between one pass going through to the 18-yard box for Aubameyang to run onto or passing the ball back to Ben White and Gabriel. That's the fine margins. And that's why the transition of play for me is far too slow. They're always receiving the ball on the half turn. Pepe back to goal. Saka's very good at receiving the ball and getting on the half turn very quickly. But even then, he didn't have a great game again today. Um, ESR wasn't fantastic. But yeah, come on to the second half, people. Not going to do a long stream tonight because I want to enjoy my Saturday evening. But I appreciate you guys tuning in, though. Absolutely. Um, what was I going to say? I lost my train of thought now. No, I haven't. Let me get some lovely images up on screen. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. See, so yeah, we come into the second half. Um, and my issue was with the second half is that there's two ways you can look at it. You can turn around and say that Burnley came out on the front foot and it would have to because they're one nil down, they're chasing the game. That's a very decent argument. But my problem is we're Arsenal fans. We came out, I think we started the second half poorly. I thought the first 20, 25 minutes we was poor. And I actually don't think it got that much better through the second half. Um, you know, we had to really defend really well. Gabriel was doing overtime today. Ben White didn't cover himself in glory. I mean, he didn't have a very good game today. But um, I'm not like the rest of social media football who, who, who will write off Ben White after his fourth game in the Premier League for Arsenal. Because I, in, inevitably, I do think he will be a very good signing for Arsenal. Um, and, you know, as partnerships go, that's the thing about teams. You need to form partnerships. You need to form chemistry for, for it to flourish. And that's going to take time. Ben White, listen, he owes Aaron Ramsdale a pack, a, a bottle of cognac, um, Bollinger, whatever it is, because he almost gave away a very early Christmas or birthday present there um, with the VAR decision, which was not great. Um, but you know what? It's... Like I said, the second half, I thought we was poor. Um, Mikel Arteta, if I was him, I'm sure he was not happy with that performance. And what is driving me even more insane and is annoying me is the fact that there was periods where we would break on Burnley three against two, four against three, twos against ones, overloads. But our final pass is atrocious. It is terrible. And it's not just today against Burnley. It's too, It's not, and I'm not talking about grain, groundbreaking passes or, like, or, or I like to call it my famous saying is hitting Stephen Gerrard Hollywood passes. I'm talking about passes from A to B that should reach feet within 10 yards of your, of, of your, you know, your fellow teammate. Poor, all of them were guilty of it. Whether it be Pepe, Uba, Saka, Erdegaard, they was all guilty of it. Poor, poor, poor passing. It needs to be better. Because, listen, let's be honest. Arsenal are not going to go through the season, right? Being one new up in games and being good enough 
to keep clean sheets. Yes, we've kept two back-to-back clean sheets in a row, which is good and good for confidence, but we're not good enough of a team to sustain that over a longer period of games. We could sit, we could go back to last season when there was a period of uh, uh, there's a point uh, there's a point in the season last season where we was 14 games consecutive without a clean sheet in in all competitions. That's unacceptable. It's very difficult to win football matches when you're having those kind of stats. But yes, the passing is a is is terrible, absolutely terrible. And I was I was getting so frustrated because play the right pass. Kill the game at 2-0, game is done. But where Burnley were, were, were constantly peppering balls into the box from the left and the fullback, from the both fullbacks, and Chris Wood and, and um, Ashley Barnes were just trying to cause terror in the back four, you know, we're not making it easy on ourselves. And we held on for the 1-0 win, unbelievably. I don't know how we did, but we did. Um Made some good subs, I thought, personally, just to freshen things up, to shore things up. Um, I thought Gabriel, I've got to mention that clearance in the first half, was incredible. Um, he got him, I, what I liked in that position was there's a good ball, I think it was Westwood that played over the top for um, Ashley Barnes. Tom Yasu's come flying around on the cover, which is what you want your right back to be doing. But Gabriel got a fantastic clearance in because Ashley, Ashley Barnes was about to pull the trigger and probably make it 1-1. But it was a fantastic bit of defending. Um, brilliant. And he was colossal. Headers, um, blocks, tackles. I always say, if you don't win the first ball, make sure you win the second ball. And he was doing that fantastically well. Tomoyasu, for me, very good game again. Like I said before, was going to come up against a Terry, very, very tough opponent in Dwight McNeil. But he put in a very wholehearted performance. Um, good positional sense, not diving in, you know, making the right tackle at the right time, which is what I like to see. Listen, the more he continues like this, Tomoyasu, he will be a fan's favourite instantly. Um, but yeah, I, 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 we got over the line, man. Um let me go to the chat. Let me go to the chat. I'm going to stay on for another few more minutes, guys. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to disappear for the night. So yeah, 20, almost 20 minutes in. I'm happy with that, man. Good live stream, live stream, um, green guard. But um, I know Anthony gave Tommy Yasu his man of the match. Um, here we go. Uh, the guy was drifting around, couldn't get into the game. I thought he good, but a good free kick though. Yeah, yeah. Ramsdale commanded his box well. The key word, Normski commanded the box. Um, that's the thing. Uh, with the goalkeeper situation, it's not even Ramsdale's shirt to lose. Like my my guy Mike Feinberg, Mike Feinberg, doing a podcast. Big up to you, bro, for letting me come on, man. Um, it's not his shirt to lose. It's his. Um, you know, Leno doesn't want to be there, and he does. He brings a, what I think Ramsdale brings is you mentioned the key word, Normski. You need a goalkeeper. Um, to command the box. Not everybody can be a six foot seven goalkeeper like Nick Pope at Burnley, but you can be a goalkeeper of, of a size and command your box. Berlino has never done that. And from what I can remember in his career, has never done it. Um, Ramsdale brings that in a few, in the, in the games you've seen him do. And um, he's actually pretty decent on the ball. He doesn't hold on to it too long. He knows when to release it and not to invite pressure from, you know, the opposing teams from their midfield players or the strikers that are going to do a high are going to press high on the centre-backs. Um, so I'm impressed with what I've seen with Ramsdale. And it's amazing 
how time in football can change, isn't it? Because remember when we got linked to Aaron Ramsdale? Um, and listen, I was one of them. I was like, I, I, I generally, when I saw Arsenal transfer activity in the summer, he's a signing I did, or a link I did not see coming. And I don't think any Arsenal fans saw it coming. But you know what? One thing I must say about Aaron Ramsdale, and I, and I, and I actually mentioned this on um, Guns and Yellow Ribbons, big up Trevor Fergus, people go and subscribe to their channel as well, is that I watched that interview on Arsenal.com when he got signed Aaron Ramsdale. And that's one of the very few times as an Arsenal fan that I smiled. Um, I, I saw a guy who couldn't believe that he joined Arsenal Football Club. I, could, I saw a guy that was absolutely buzzing with confidence. I saw a guy that was lapping up being at Arsenal Football Club and wanting to be the best in the number one. And I, I and that brought a smile to my face at Aaron Ramsdale. And you know what? He's got the shirt. He commands the box. Um, that back five unit for me, um, barring no injuries or major injuries, that's the mainstay that I want to see. And I think they've got the flexibility to go to, um, you know, a five when we come up against the bigger teams where we're not going to have a lot of the ball. You play Tommy Yasu in a three with Gabriel and Ben White, Tierney as wing back, left wing back, Maitland-Niles as right wing back. For me, that's the way I would do it. That's the way I would do it. Um, but there's flexibility there for Mikel Arteta to, to get his teeth into and to work with. It's about, it's up to him to make the right calls at the right times. But what I do want to see, like I said, is Arsenal, please, please, play, add a bit more due care and attention to when you pass the ball to a teammate because it's pissing the Arsenal fan base off. Come on, man. It, it, it was incredibly frustrating the other day. Today, sorry. Yeah, it should be. It should be. And I, I don't hear what this paper talk about, um, you know, Leno coming in for Tottenham. That's not going to happen. You probably see him on Wednesday night against AFC Wimbledon. But to me, for the fact, he, he doesn't want to be at the club. I, I, definitely don't want his, I definitely don't want him as my number one, if that's the case. Um, absolutely making wrong pass in the last one. Always breaks down. Yeah. You know what was symptomatic of that? Yes. Souls, people, go sign up to my bro, Gunnar Souls' channel, man. My guy, Souls. What's happening, bro? You're doing well, man. Um, so we had good feedback from the the um the weekly surgery show, man. Don't worry, there's there's more to come, man. Absolutely, but Normski make a good point. I'll tell you what's symptomatic of that. You guys might remember this, right? Um, Nuno Tavares gets the ball. There were two occasions that happened. He broke down their right hand side. He had the opportunity to cross the ball. He tried to cut in and take the player on. Lost the ball. And the most telling one in terms of making the key critical decisions at the right time, he didn't do. He broke from the, the defence you guys would have seen, made about 40, 50, 60 yard run, has options to his right, to his left, tries to take a shot on his weaker foot from about 30, 35 yards. That's what I'm talking about. Decision making. It's got to get better. Absolutely got to get better. Souls, what are you saying, bro? Tommy Stats game was yeah, yeah. You know what, Souls? I was I was impressed with him, man. I knew he would have a tough game against Burnley, not just because it's Burnley, but because they've got a very good player in Dwight McNeil, who gave him a good working over. And that's what you want. If you can 
if you can hold your own physically, if you can hold your own in terms of recovery, if you can hold your own in terms of performance, a way to Burnley knowing what they're going to throw up, you got my bet as my future right back. Absolutely. So, guys, Albert JTV is coming to an end. So, get your virtual waves and goodbye. I'm 25 minutes in. I'm more than happy with that, man. Trust me. Uh, Ramsdale or, to or Tommy for man and match for me. Good shouts again. Soldier, my bro. Ramsdale's like Pickford for me. Tells for me, tells defenders to stay tight and try not to give too much space away. It's a very toolkit with goalkeeper. Bring, he does. He brings a calmness. Two clean sheets. Yeah. Clean sheets win football matches, man. As well as goals. Arteta dispelled the, the goalkeeper thing saying he would pick depending on the game. Yeah, I think yeah, I think Arteta's talking rubbish, personally. <laughs> That's just what I feel. Yeah, I'm glad you brought it up because I'm going to finish up the stream. Guys, I'm going to shoot off soon. Like I said, smash the like button if you haven't already. Share the live stream. Share the content. And tell your friends to come and subscribe to Albert JTV. Hashtag Southeast London. Um, yeah, glad you brought it up. Yes, so guys in the chat, I don't know who's going to the Tottenham game or maybe the Wimbledon game in a week, but who's going to the Tottenham game next Sunday. I will be there. Um, potentially, I have a very, very good uh, match preview coming up for Arsenal-Tottenham. I don't want to give too much away because obviously I need to finalise that the guests are actually going to come on. But it should be quite a fun and, and very lit show. <laughs> Souls, I will. Souls is on my panel for that for that um, Arsenal Tottenham preview, but I'm, I can't give away who the other people are going to be on. Hopefully, fingers crossed, they should come on. But guys, look out for that match preview. That will be coming out on Friday at seven thirty or eight pm. I need to double. I need to double check and decide what time I'm going to do that live stream. So don't forget it. Friday, the twenty fourth of September, Albert J TV match preview for Arsenal Tottenham. Um, but yeah, you know what? It sets up the game quite beautifully against Tottenham, actually. Irrespective of whatever Tottenham's result is tomorrow, sets it up very well. It's a London derby end of the day. Uh, we've got a very good record against Tottenham at the Emirates. Not a good record away from home. <laughs> um, so I'm glad the first game is at the Emirates. Um, the atmosphere is going to be lit. It's on the weekend. Um, people are going to be getting themselves excited in the pubs, Randolph, London. It's going to be a lit game, man. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I always say to people, if there's one game that I want to get a ticket for in the season, it's Arsenal-Tottenham more than any other fixture. Um, as bad as Arsenal have been the last few years and, you know, the rumblings of the Super League talk and the transfer window, that's one game I was looking forward to seeing, man. Um, let me see, go to set. We got South London, man. And Catford! Go on, my brother! SE6. If I've got that wrong, that's terrible, Minorski. I apologise, man. But people, um, that is me coming to the end of the show, man. Like I said, um, Arsenal back-to-back -back clean sheets. Um, you can also find me this season on Lee Judges TV. Big up to Lee Judges and Dan Potts for allowing me onto the platform. You'll see me on Guns and Yellows Ribbons with Trevor and um, Fergus at some point. And you will also see me on the Arsenal Lounge with my Arsenal brothers, Shaheen and Levs. So people, go and check out with them people if you haven't already. Um, guys, what can I say? Like I said, my man in the match, I thought Gabriel was exceptional. Um, colossal. People always talk about, when you have a centre-back partnership, you always got one that's the more dominant and the, probably the more physical one and the one that will win more aerial duels. Ben White, get your head up, son. 
Arsenal fan base are behind you. Don't worry about Twitter. <laughs> We're behind you, Ben White, man. You'll come good. Don't worry. You've got a fantastic part next to you. Fantastic part next, next to you and Gabriel. So don't worry about that, my brother. People, that is me done. Um, as I said, I'll put this on my IGTV, I'll, on my Instagram, people, and as you know well, um, people on the road to 800 subscribers. And yeah, we moved to Wimbledon in the week in Carabao Cup. Big up G going to the game, my Cornwall bestie. I know RJ Rules is going to the game. Um, guys, at some point, I'm sure I'll hook up with some of you guys this season. If you're going to the Emirates, um, let me know. And um, it'd be great to meet you, man. Um, want to thank you for your support to my channel. And obviously, um, getting some Arsenal games, man, and getting some atmosphere. But people, as I always say, if you don't know what to do by now, a little intro for my older listeners as well to subscribe to the channel. Let's hit it. And there you have it once again, people. For my Instagram and Twitter, that is in the overlay above my head to my right-hand side, as you can see it. It should make sense what I'm saying, but people, big up to you for joining in for the live stream. Um, I guess I will see you soon. That is hashtag AlbertJTV, hashtag Burnley nil, Arsenal 1, back-to-back clean sheets. Come on, you gunners.